Surf's up, brah. Today we're talking to Bob Olson, President and CEO of Artie Olson Development. Bob is one of the most prolific developers on the West Coast. And we're gonna find out what life is like in sunny Southern California, learn about construction costs, and maybe where you can find the best burger in Newport Beach. Thanks for joining. Bob Olson, Bob Olson, Bob Olson. One of my favorite people in the West Coast. Beautiful day, sir. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thank you, Teague, for inviting me to this. And by the way, thank you for doing what you're doing for our industry. I think it's a, it's uh, been well received. I know I've been watching them. So when you asked me to do it, I thought, hey, absolutely. Let me show off a little bit of California. So on the West Coast. Oh, you're so kind. Thank you for doing it. That's what we're trying to do. We're just trying to connect people. Everybody see a little vision and what we're all doing. So where are you today? I got to know. I know Southern California, but where are you? So I'm in Newport Beach at the rooftop of the Lido House Hotel. And it is an absolutely beautiful day. It's about 76 degrees, 10 o'clock in the morning. And um, I will tell you that yesterday I went out surfing before I went to the office. And uh, it's a great way to start the day. I We're mean, in the dead of winter out here, just so you know. Yeah, and I, and I know you. I know you were probably skiing the week before. When's the last time you were in Colorado? Uh, it was last week, actually. That's what I thought. Ski week, of course. Of but course. Not to underestimate what everybody else is dealing with and not to make fun of it. I know I've got friends in Dallas uh, who have, have been had a bad week last week, but hopefully things are getting better for them now. And... Uh, and move on, get out of this pandemic. So how are things in California? Give, give me, that's probably a great first question. How are things in California? It's certainly your hotel, but how's life? So life has been good. I'm happy with that. You know, I'm a single dad. I've got uh, two older kids and two younger kids that are uh, still at home, but um, getting through the pandemic, I've had COVID. I had COVID back in June um, and three of my four kids have had it. So we're we're what you would call, um, I guess, herd immune in my family. <laughs> it's pretty good. So nothing's slowing you down. That's why you can ski and surf on a regular that's, basis. How's business right. at the Lido Hotel? Is it open or are all the amenities open? So you get, of you our portfolio, yeah. So of our portfolio, uh, Lido's done the best. Lido House has done the best. And it's really because it's been, it's kind of, um, we're in a beach community here. And um, it's really, this hotel is really all about Newport Beach, the, the history of it, the people. It's where the locals come and hang out. And so guests love to come here and be local. And it's been a good uh, way to get out of LA, for exa example. LA has been on, on a much different lockdown for a longer time. And so we'll find people from LA here all the time or coming in from, from the inland area all the way out to Phoenix, Arizona. Um, just because we got great weather, it's a great place to be. And so, um, you know, last year, frankly, uh, our numbers were down, but relatively speaking, it wasn't down that much. I mean, I think our NOI was down about 20%. Um, our our uh, occupancy was at 60%, ran about 335 or so. Um, you know, that was down about 10%, but still not, well, 10% on rate. But uh, down, we were 83% or so in, in 19, uh, our first full year. But um, no, we've been received well. We've been a great way to get away. Um, happy about what we've created here. Learned some things. 
that uh, I'm happy to share with you guys. But uh, in our state, California, uh, we've got a governor that that uh, seems to lock us down on on uh, things that really there's no science behind it. Uh, when this pandemic first started, Orange County stood up. It's a you know relatively free thinking uh, area, especially Newport Beach, and um, the governor shut our beaches down literally early on in the pandemic. Newport Beach, Orange County Beach is closed and no other state beaches were closed at the time. And so uh, it really, nobody really could find their footing. That was back in April, a year ago, back in uh, 20. But today, uh, you know, so we went from that, we opened up in the summer, things started to ease. You felt a, a little bit of sort of a coming back in all of our hotels. We actually have a hotel in Maui as well. Uh, Maui is a different story, I can get to that, but. But um, as we got through the, uh, through the um, sort of figuring out what was gonna happen, then our governor imposed new rules and new metrics to, to work through. And so it really made it difficult to figure out how to operate. Uh, and as it stands today, we cannot have indoor dining. We have, uh, we reopened restaurants about two weeks ago. We couldn't open restaurants. Meetings, meetings are few and far between. Obviously, any of you out there who have hotels know that meetings are a struggle, certainly in California. Um, and so, um, but with that, we have, uh, our NOI went down substantially, close to zero. It was still in the positive. I'm talking about for all of our portfolio. Um, we we uh, sold about $450 million of hotels over the last four years or so. So we're developers, but we we hold the hotels that we like, um, try and create liquidity to keep, you know, we have the widget factory as, as my team likes to say. And so um, uh, we're active, but back to, back to California, um, our numbers are down significantly. We, we if you're, if, I'm sure most everyone read the guy quoted from John Hopkins University I think on Monday in Wall Street Journal said herd immunity by April. We're seeing that already in Southern California. Hopefully things will open back up. But I think the most important thing is that when our customers feel good about traveling again, and that's, that's when this whole pent up demand is really gonna unleash, I think across all, all segments of our, our group, save for big meeting uh, boxes and hotels that are dependent on the meeting business. Well, Bob, give me, what are your conversations with your lenders like? I mean, if you're running zero NOI. So not all lenders are created equal. We're fortunate to have not um, over levered per se. Of course, you're always over levered when your NOI goes to, to zero or we actually, I, I will tell you one of the things that for us that we're proud of, we had no negative NOI for any of our hotels last year. But um, uh, so we've got one lender that just isn't communicating. We don't know what they're thinking. Um, they were a great lender through, through the uptick. Um, I think they're just trying to figure it out. Other than that, we've been, we're in pretty good shape and uh, we'll get through it no matter what our, our uh, lender is. I think they've got four hotels or so, uh, a couple are ramping up, but, but um, 
again, they're not all created equal. And I think anybody who's out there borrowing money knows that. All right, Bob, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you go back as I do with everybody. But listen, you're obviously a very successful hotel. You're built, built dozens and dozens of unbelievable projects, very difficult projects. But the question is, how did you get started? So take me back to the day, the eight-year-old pulling nails out for uh, your father. Tell me how you got into this business. Uh, you heard a little bit of this, right? A little bit. So it's true. I started working with my stepdad at a young age. My first job was pulling nails out of a pile of boards in Oakland, California. And so from there, learned how to be a carpenter, worked my stepdad weekends. And by the time I was 16, I could pretty much build anything. And uh, my plan was to be an architect, work my way through high school with my focus to be an architect. But our family just didn't have the money to, go, to send me to college. So away I went, joined the Carpenters Union. And at the ripe old age of 20, I started my own construction company. And then, uh, building room additions of all things, because I didn't need any money. I could always get a down payment from the homeowners, but built room additions. And then I was introduced to a guy to build a restaurant in West Hollywood, a guy named Sonny Bono back many years ago. And so built his restaurant, went on to build three or 400 restaurants after that um, and started building hotels about 25, 30, 25 years ago, remodeling them. We wanted to build hotels, we just could never qualify. So in 99, actually I, I'll back up a little bit. So I didn't go to college, but I ended up, after I started my construction company, uh, went to USC and got my MBA. And uh, with that, I, my focus was on finance, deal structure, and I was excited about starting a new business. So when other developers wouldn't hire a construction company to build new hotels about 25 years ago, I thought, you know what, maybe, maybe we can do this ourselves. So sure enough, we did. And um, uh, built three hotels, seven, eight, and nine-story hotels, concrete structures, you know, might as well go for it, right? And uh, levered way past my, I was way over my skis. But uh, one of those hotels, the residents in, uh, at the Irvine Airport, I still own today. So it's going to have its 20th anniversary this summer. But we never looked back. We just kept building. Um, this is going to be, I remember standing in that residence inn, wondering what, when 9-11 hit, wondering what am I doing in this business? I should just stay a contractor. What was I thinking? And then Bill Marriott came and gave me a visit and and toured the building and he paid more attention to the housekeeping ladies and staff that were there than all the executives who were trailing him. And I thought to myself, you know what? This is a good investment. I believe in what this man is doing and what he's done. And so away we've gone. We've got a great relationship with Merritt ever since. So well, what do you what do you think was the one thing that made you the most successful? I mean, I'm a people person, so are you. You mentioned Sonny Bono. I'm sure there are other people that you met that were influential in your journey? Yeah, so, um, you know, you just, it's morsels, little pieces at a time. Some people have positive um, influence and others have negative things, what not to do. And so when you build hotels and see, you know, our, our construction company, we're the most active builder of hotels on the West Coast. And so when you see all the right things that are done and things that frankly should not be done, you learn a lot. 
but but uh, in terms of creating the space. But but Sonny Bono himself was an incredible entrepreneur and became a really good friend of mine. And so uh, that that itself just taught me perseverance. You know, um, showing up, being there, inspiring your team and your people, hiring people that are are dedicated to their career and have a passion for what they do. What's one of your favorite developments that you've done? You've done some incredible developments that are not easy. You have a knack for doing complicated projects. Well, thank talk you. One of your best. Talk to me about one of your favorite developments. So Pasea Hotel and Spa on the, uh, on the ocean front in Huntington Beach, California. I can actually see it from the rooftop here in Newport Beach. Obviously, Autograph Hotel here, Vito House. We really like this. It's it's our hometown. I live here on Babel Island, and our offices are here. So it's our test kitchen. Kind of drives a few of our team members here a little crazy because I'm here a lot. It's fun to be here. So especially up here on the rooftop. I was here a Sunday, and it was a a, a beautiful, elegant crowd on a wonderful day. So this is fun to me and it's hospitality at its best. But we just opened a, um, a residence in downtown Glendale and, and um, what was it, in November? Yeah, 145 rooms, six story hotel, beautiful hotel, really turned out nice. And we were very concerned, obviously opening in the middle of this pandemic, LA County on lockdown, we've run 95% off from the first of the year. And so um, now our rate, we got to work on our rate. That, that's that's um, next, but what did that filling the box. We're making money. We're making well above debt service. So what'd that cost you to build per key? Uh, I don't want to tell you. Ah, <laughs> but okay. All right. Do you want, um, Yours are all about 450 a key. Yeah, that's my point. It was 450 a key, and I'm going to tell you, you know, we're in the construction business. We're it's not going to get any cheaper for a very oh, long time. Talk to me about that. What do you think happens with the future of development? Well, we're already seeing it now. I actually just talked to the president of our construction company, R.D. Olson Construction. Bill Wilhelm runs that company. He's been with us for 25 years. He's also a partner in the company and a great leader of that group. But but um, right now, you're having a really hard time on getting manufactured goods, including steel, windows, um, tile. So what happened back when the pandemic locked down is all the manufacturers thought this is another typical recession, shut everything down, pulled back for COVID. Here we are today. We can't get materials timely. Lumber has gone up from $650 a thousand board feet to over $900. So that's a 50% increase in lumber alone. How long do you think that lasts? And do you think that continues? Or do you think when the plants open up and they start making these manufactured goods and lumber and the like, do you think costs come down? Or do you think we only go up? Well, we'll we're seeing a surge in demand. We have actually for the last six months of products and materials, but I think it will come back. I just don't see us I originally anticipated that we would see, like we did in 2008, a dip in construction costs, which came down about 20 to 25% from the high in 2000, 
the middle of 2007, dropped to two years later, about 20 to 25%, depending on the market, construction costs. That's a full build out of a hotel or apartment building or a high rise office, you name it. But, and I anticipated that originally, or I just not seeing it because there's been such a demand on the housing sector for the materials that we use, certainly in hotels and the like. So how's that gonna change your thinking as a developer? Are you gonna slow down in your development? Oh, by the way, uh, it's not easy to get a loan for a new construction today either, right? So is that gonna change? Are you gonna stop developing? I mean, you're the, the prolific developer. Fascinated what you think. So we are more of a focused, targeted market development company. And we're really trying to create uh, hotels and essentially an experience for our guests in a market that can pay for what the development costs are. That sounds pretty easy to do, right? Just check, there it is. That's marching orders, go do it. It's hard to find the sites. It's difficult to get the entitlements done. I mean, it, it is, it, it's not easy, but I've got, fortunately, I've got a great team of professionals that we work through it. We're working on a number of deals now. We're not, we're not putting away the pencils. We're, we're active and we are, um, we've got a resort that we're planning now um, on the river in Sedona, Arizona. Um, and so we're pretty excited about that and what we can do there. We've got, um, I'll talk about Dana Point Harbor in a minute, but, but um, uh, in Maui, we're working on another deal there as well. Uh, we've got a um, residence in there on Maui, which is the highest rev par in, that in the residence in system out of 800 or so hotels. We're building it just about ready to open an AC next to that. Um, we expect that to be number one rev par in that brand as well. Um, we're proud of that. We're proud of, you know, being in the top 10 in the, a number of our hotels. So again, we're laser focused on trying to pick the best site, the best market, and then it's okay to spend. 450,000 a key was unheard of. My first hotel, my first residence in was $126,000 a key without land. As everybody would remind me, eight story residence in, what are you thinking? You're crazy. That's nuts. Today, that building's 450,000 a key. So back to riding inflation. Um, it's one of the, as long as you've got a hotel in the right market, riding inflation, it just prevents developers like me coming in and just putting a hotel right next to you. Right. So it's not that easy. It's not that easy to get done, especially the high barriers to entry markets is what we like because they are difficult to get in. So Lido House here was on the old city hall site. We had to compete with other developers that had all sorts of different ideas, but this was modeled after actually my home on Balboa Island, Nantucket style. And it was, it was well received by the, by the community and, um, away we went and opened it up two years later. So we opened up here in April of uh, 2018 or no, 2000. Uh, yeah, 2018. And how many years in planning? Uh, actually, that wasn't too bad. We, we came, it was five years from the day we submitted our proposal. 
literally to the hour. Five years from the day we submitted our RFP um, uh, response to the day that we opened. So that was going through planning, getting our uh, um, all of our approvals at the city, then taking that to Coastal Commission, then uh, getting our permits and building and opening them. So. So let's stick on complicated developments. Uh, I'm going to pick on Dana Point. Uh, and honestly, to me, that's one that people, many people before you have tried and failed to get done. Um, what makes you successful where other people before you have, cannot be successful? So on Dana Point Harbor, for those of you who don't know, it's Dana Point is between, it's South Orange County, south of Newport Beach, about 15 miles, 20 miles. Uh, the city of, or the county of Orange actually developed the Dana Point Harbor. Um, and they have piecemeal leases out over the years, over the 50 year history of the harbor. Then they came to realize that really we need one master owner developer to reimagine and, and redo the entire harbor. So I teamed up with um, uh, Joe Uberoth, who owns Bellwether Marine. They're the largest dock builders in the world. Uh, and Scott, uh, Scott Burnham and Brian Ward, who together have uh, Brian, um, uh, Burnham Ward Retail, and they focus on, on uh, sort of high energy, mostly food, um, and then ourselves, who were hotel developers. So together we own so about 160 acres, 40 acres of it is over water. There's about four miles of of waterfront that we have. Uh, we are now in the process of getting approved for tearing down. There's an old motel there. We're going to put up Dana House, think Lido House, and then a surf lodge right next to it. And they're both going to be really fun on the waterfront. We have, we're tearing out all the docks. We have 2,400 boat slips. And by the way, through the pandemic, we our demand on the boat slips have just gone skyrocketed. It's just been incredible because there's nothing for people to do. So boating became that that experience that was you could actually do, take friends out. So the the docks have done well. We have about 130,000 square feet of existing buildings. We're tearing most of that down, bringing everything out to the waterfront. We have, um, and that's only one, about 20% of the, the overall land of the site. So we have a, we won the proposal to take over uh, and we have a 66 year lease on that. We're out for debt service now as our entitlements are all coming in place. We'll be a California Coastal Commission on the hotels. Next, that's the last of our approvals. Our retail is already approved. Um, docks are approved. So it's really a total transformation. We'll be able to bring in 250 foot yachts into the harbor without any special permits, which you can't do today. You can't even do that in Newport Beach, which, which Newport has the largest, um, uh, the largest harbor, uh, recreational harbor in the West Coast. So we're pretty excited about that. And yes, we're going to be able to get debt on that. We have our existing cash flows alone support the debt. So we're pretty excited about that. Beyond that, debt is probably for new construction, very difficult to get. Um, what are your investors saying to you? Are they, I mean, I know they're frustrated if they're not getting returned, but they've been with you a long time. They're gonna to continue to ride. Yeah, so we've had, 
we've had our investors, some of which have been with us for 20 years. So in our first few deals, but, but um, yeah, they're in it for the long term. We had to stop dividends at the beginning of the year. We just, it was cash preservation, but we're, we're once we get through PPP loans, we'll be, we'll be back to distributions shortly thereafter. We're, um, you know, cash preservation. We are selling a couple of hotels that were um, actually getting incredible price. I'm honestly very surprised at the pricing um, just to create some liquidity for a few of our investors. We were again, fortunate. We, we are liquid, have been liquid through this, but um, some of our investors would like to get some, some returns and, and recognize some gains. So we're doing that. We'll close in the next few months or so. But we're, what's we, what we do is we create, I think, great hotels. So. I, I think you do too. But all right, let's talk about 2021. I mean, when do you see it coming back? Certainly returns for your investors. Uh, but when do you see the business traveler coming back, the leisure traveler, the convention? What, what are your predictions for 21 and beyond? So I think the first to come out of this is going to be leisure travel. This isn't, I mean, this is what, our industry is saying, I agree, we're seeing it ourselves. So I'm, I'm not a guru here. I don't have my, you know, the hat to prove it, but, but I will say that our leisure travelers are first. Business travel, we're starting to see come back. We just booked a group in our, um, in our Irvine Marriott. It's a 270 room full service. We opened in December of 17. It's got a rooftop lounge on it. Uh, up on the 15th floor, but we just made our first group booking for October, which we haven't seen that in a while. So we're starting to see an easing up of the business traveler. We're seeing smaller group travel starting to come back, but our big groups, I think we're probably fall bigger groups. I'm not talking about the big box convention hotels, but in the smaller meetings room, meeting rooms business, I think we're looking at fall starting to come back. The big box business, it's anyone's guess, but I think it really comes down to who's willing to put a convention back together and, and stand up and say, I'm going to do this and take this risk and know that, the, that everyone feels safe and comfortable to go. I think it will come back sooner than we think. And I just think it's because of the human nature of people wanting to get together and meet and share ideas and just socialize and, and be together. That's what we're missing. And I think that will come back sooner than we think. I really do. We hope so. We're going to be the lightning rod. We're going to, we're going to blaze the trail. We're doing our conference in May. We're spending a ton of time and energy making sure everybody's safe. And I got my fingers crossed that the Wall Street Journal article of herd immunity might be accurate by April. Yeah, I think you're doing absolutely the right thing, Teague. You're on the front end of it. You, you're going to, I think you'll be surprised at the demand because we haven't had a hotel conference in over a year, right? So we're ready. And I know the, uh, there's a conference coming up in October. Uh, those guys are going to get sold out before they know it. Just, I mean, just by the nature of, we all want to get together. What's going on? See our friends again. It's, it's, they're fun. They're a, they're a great way to sort of check in and see what's going on, get new ideas, what's what's happening, what's the latest. 
So it's, and it's just, it's, that's across all segments. I think it's going to take leaders like yourself, myself, uh, and others in our industry specifically. I mean, that's why we're doing it. We feel a sense of obligation and let's go. We got to get this thing fired up again. We take we, the risk. Take, right? the risk. take the risk. Great. Yeah, I think so take the risk. risk. Come see me. I'll come see you. Or maybe, we, yes. maybe we meet in Aspen. It's your house. Yeah, <laughs> that, that works. That works. Uh, uh, Bob, you're a good friend. I appreciate you very much for coming on. Uh, any last minute words of wisdom and enthusiasm? I'd love to hear it. Well, I would, before I let you sign off, I'd love to share with you what we're doing here on at Lido House and Mayor's Table. Hey, let's so see. we have a rooftop. This is our rooftop margarita. You see this? <laughs> we have popsicle in there. Oh, it's kind of melted a little bit. Let me just do a taste for you. You should try. <laughs> ah, that's pretty good welcome to california oh oh wait a minute they got a burger for me too check that baby out we got burger of the year uh in orange county register the first year that we were open and our rooftop tacos for taco tuesday you got to come tonight halibut tacos looking pretty good right wait a minute wait a minute and I'm not a chocolate uh, fan, but this is a macaroon chocolate uh, macaroon of some, I'm sure it's low calorie, sure. very edible, beautiful. Oh wait, and one more. My chef did this for me just to show off. It's working. So, it's working. Here's our pork dish out of mayor's table. Isn't that beautiful? Oh man. I know what I'm doing after we're done here. All right, I'm on my way. <laughs> Here a cocktail. Hurry up before this melts. Bob, you're the best. Listen, when I die, I'm coming back as Bob Olson. <laughs> I know love you, T. Sure. Thank you for doing this. You're up. You're awesome. Amazing. Let's get our industry turned around. Let's get our industry turned around. Let's do it. All right. All right. Fantastic. Thank you, Bob. You're the best. See you. Bye bye. Bye bye.